Welcome back to another great episode of 25 and Over Club. <laughs> it's your boy, Billy the Bad Guy, Billy the Goat, Billy Kid, Bills, Bills, Bills. It feels good to say that. I felt like I haven't did that in a while. Like, you know, we ain't recording. Like, You've been paying bills, bills, bills. I've been paying bills, bills, bills. And I'm tired <laughs> of it. And it's, a, it's unfortunate that it's a fucking new year and the first day of the new year... That's negative energy. The first day of the new year, you gotta pay bills, bills, bills. Yeah. Rent. Well, you know I don't. You know I don't subscribe to that. Type oh no, of no, no. So anywho, <laughs> well, you are watching the one of the last episodes of the, last the year episode. of December that that's being recorded right now of the Twenty Five and Over Club, where life gets real at the age of twenty five. I am your host, Renee, aka Renee Proper. I believe the rapper to that because I had a rap to it, and you haven't heard it. All right, good. You wanna hear it? We go. Bree know the lyrics. Okay. Bree, you know the lyrics. All these rap songs. Yeah. Who you know take the D like Billy? Throw that ass back one and make that ass quack. Nigga act funny. I'ma have to get the strap. Two, two, three. That's an asthma attack. Hey. Fuck it on your nigga. You might never get him back. I'm hey. his real life addition. Call me crack. Hey. Like I never, ever, 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 ever be whack. I'm hey. his daily prescription. You hold subscriptions. Cash at me three times daily. Dancing on the dick. No Alvin Ailey's. You holes on my dick is giving pep rally. A pep, a pep, a, a pep, pep rally. rally. Yeah. <laughs> I like the cash at me three times a day part. Yeah, because it's a prescription. <laughs> prescription, a subscription. No, no, it's a. You know how your prescription? You gotta take the medicine three oh, okay. times daily. Like, okay, okay, gotcha, it's gotcha, a prescription. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, prescription. And my part is two, two, three. That's an asthma attack. Cause that's a niggas act funny. I'm gonna have to get the strap. So somebody was like, "What that two, two, three mean? Two, two, three is a bullet. Y'all okay. niggas don't know what that is. Two, two, three, huh?" You've been dating the hood niggas. I've been dating the Billy the trap. Billy the Trapper. Anyway, so it's our last episode of the new year and, you know. Of the old year. Of the old year. Shit, we've recorded this episode. So if you're looking at the YouTube, I ain't got a haircut, but I still look ugh. But I don't got a haircut because somehow this episode got deleted. And I was like, Renee, we need you to comb. I had, to, I had to jump off the private. I had to jump off the PJ. PJ. And come back. Jumping my, off the PJ. In my J-Lo. It's such a shame, but I'm leaving at the... <laughs> Ooh. It was it was about to be such a shame I ain't coming. Yo, and then Renee's so dramatic when she late. She she's an hour and a half late. So I'm just sitting here, but it's good because I'm at work and I'm not I'm supposed to be at work, but I'm well, I am at work. Nigga, I'm at work like answering last minute emails and shit. So here goes Renee. Oh, the train. Oh, I the said train. just because you're dramatic when you're late does not mean. Mind you, he still didn't believe me. It took Gabby to walk in on the I had the same story to corroborate my truth. Listen. I don't like to be labeled as a liar. I only lie for <laughs> stupid stuff like how much I weigh. <laughs> 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 this my age. So I don't lie about I, my age. You I lie about my age. Cause I told Bree today, I said. Well, that's so recent. Oh, I said, out of my 22 years of life living, said, I have I mean, never seen this. She said, tw- how, many, how long? How old are you? <laughs> 22. 22. 22, and I hosted 22. Okay, Blanche Devereaux. Yes. Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> she was she been 40 for 10 years straight. And you could do, you can identify as what you want to identify as. Yeah. If I want to identify as a 22 year old, like who the fuck going to stop me? Yeah, I want to I wanna identify like as a 17 year old because I don't want to be an adult. See, if I identify as it, don't I don't want to pay the bills. Yeah. I just don't pay phone bill. Not even. I was thinking about getting another job during the winter. What they say? Grinding the winter get, so you can, can shine you can on get, you can, But there's a lot of stuff like on TikTok. A lot of those 
stay at home stuff like cuz you do you know you do like management and stuff there's a lot of places that you can probably help out like from home like online I was thinking you can that. do a lot of online stay at home stuff from your expertise so yeah I was thinking that but let's do a little catch up real quick so um how was your holidays My holidays was good I was like I was chilling I spent a lot of my time you know, I, I spent some time away. Okay. I spent some time away. I went to, I mean, I mean, we can't. Yeah, that. we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Jamaica for a real quick minute to go visit my dad, surprise my family. Nobody knows I knew I was coming. One of my, like, play sisters, she came to get me. She came to get me. And we plotted the whole situation. So I parked in, the, parked in like, a mall next to the house. Okay. And called my aunt. She was like, hey, what you doing? Whatever. She was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm just here sitting down. Ain't nothing going on. I just ran around the counter and said, only in America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how, did you record it? So, my sister was supposed to record it. She started crying and forgot to hit record. She went with you? Well, my, my play sister, the one that... Okay, okay. Pictures. I'm about to say, man, no shit went with you, no. No. Aisha started crying. She was like, this, and she pregnant. So, she, saw, she was like, this is so emotional. I said, did you hit record? She was like, no. <laughs> we have content that this we is her, recorded. This is, her, this is her with the phone. Oh my god! I was like, Aisha, what the f- you recording? I'm hugging my dad, hugging my family. I was like, you recording? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, bitch. No, I'm a I'm a content creator now. Yo, it's I so can't crazy. just live in the moment anymore. <laughs> Show them your nails. Can we get a nail camera? Because the nails is nailing. Like, shout out to your nail stylist. Shout out to Virtuous by V. She watches the show, so you see this episode V. Damn. Everyone loves the nails. Even when I was in Jamaica, everyone loves the nails. Oh, where y'all get them done from? She'll come out here? I've been struggling. No, no, no. She, she's, in, she's in the States. No, that's what the people want to say. Oh, oh. Yes, she's in, located in Brooklyn. I'm going to see if I can put her on the screen. Virtue by V. Virtue. She's located in Brooklyn, and she's amazing, and she's so, so nice. And she's a tourist. Goodbye. She loves <laughs> Um, yo, yeah. it's so crazy. So before, maybe like two days before Renee flying out to Jamaica, we got into our arguments could sound real and they'd be real for the second, but I knew we'd be good in the set, right? So she going to say, um, I don't know. We was just being real. It's been a stressful we just time. We just at each other. At each other. And I said something like, not something like, but I said, go back to your country already. Right? And she I- said, What? <laughs> Don't fucking play with me. You wish you had a country to go back to. You know, past what happened, bitch. Yep. Yeah, sure did. I ain't hear that though, but somebody came back and told me. Somebody came back and told me, Renee, they was like, Billy, you don't have a passport? I said, Who told you that? Because y'all know my, y'all know our motto or my motto. When they go low, yeah. I do a split. <laughs> yeah. So mind you, she in Jamaica and she looks so peaceful and she looked like she at home. So I'm she like, gonna text me talk about that's why I said you should go back to your country. Because you I know you need you were stressed. <laughs> Bitch, I still got smoke with you. So then I said, Can you bring back my beef patty? She goes, Bitch, I got beef with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want my beef patty. She said, Me and Billy's good, but me and Bilal, it's a problem. You smoke for me and him. Yo, so if you know, I said we both record, so y'all, we were supposed to record next week, but a little sneak peek, I'm in a poly relationship now. Do they know about it? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he know about it, but does his nigga know about it? Wait. Yeah. I'm confused. You confusion? Yeah, I'm a confusion. How you confused? So how the, uh, how is it a poly? So you the side nigga. You a side nigga I, now? I, 
You said his nigga don't know about it. All right, so basically, Obey hit me up, and I was just like, hi, nigga. He was like, hi. Because I had a wonderful I dream about nigga. him. <laughs> I had a wonderful dream about him, and it felt so real, like, the way he was talking to so me. We had so much conversations in 2022 with Bilal moving on, getting to know I new know. people, and all of that. I'm telling Dr. Stacy. Shit, tell my therapist, too. <laughs> she asked, she was like, um, are we on today? No, bitch, I'm not ready to tell you what happened. <laughs> Like, <laughs> reschedule. Um, she was like, she was like, I, I don't I have a lot of growing to do. Yeah, I have. I, I got a lot to talk growing. about. So he, I had just had this crazy dream about him, and it felt so real. Like mm. he was just rubbing me. He was just like, I love you. I want to spend my life with you, and I'm gonna work on me. And I woke up, and I was like, oh, it's not real. So I was like, let me hit this nigga up. So I hit him up, and he was like, Yo, you know what's crazy? I've been missing you. I said. <gasps> What you mean? He mm-hmm. said, I've been thinking about you. I said, what in the That's Frank Ocean? The devil testing you and you fail. Oh, happy day. Wait, <laughs> not oh, happy day to Jesus, <laughs> the devil. The devil. Listen. Oh, God, tell so I tested you. So I told him, call me. So he was, I was like, why you been acting real funny around me? Like, why you haven't been like texting me if you miss me? He was like, I'm mad at you because you didn't send me those nudes that you promised me. Nigga, I'm too old to be sending nudes, but okay. So we just talking. He was like, well, what if I had a poly relationship? Nigga, I was like, honestly, your nigga is ugly, so it can't really be poly. But I will <laughs> give you until, you know, I'm okay with being a side nigga, but I'm going to give you to July. If you really want me and you know I really want you and you got to work on things, you got to leave. We spoke about this on the show, yeah. ultimatums. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to have some pressure, mm-hmm. you're going to leave right. in July. I'm giving you All right, then, months. but I don't, I don't, well, I think you should not... Um, too much pursue it let him if that's the case let him like whatever like i have unconventional views on this topic it's life i believe people get broken up with every day yeah it's not a weird concept for somebody to i like i don't believe in that you get him how you lose him and to some extent i guess but Oh, you get him. Like, it's not real. There's a lot of people that are in happy relationships with the person they was cheating with. Yeah. Look at the 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 thing with um Young Miami and G Herbo was just he was he literally confessed to cheating on Ari with old girl. I don't know if they're really happy, but yeah. shit. They seem happier than you know what I'm saying? Not saying I mean, it's perfect, but like Yeah, I'm not I definitely leave my options. I'm definitely right. leaving my options open. It's not like, oh, oh googly eyes, googly because eye, yeah. at the same time, it's like... People change. People change. And then another pet peeve of mine is that, like, real segue real quick, niggas been like, the niggas that send my DMs, their favorite line is, are you going to talk about me in the podcast? No. Like, I might. I'd, I'd be like, yeah, I might. I said, it could go either way. If I fuck you and the dick is good... I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. But if I fuck you and the dick is bad, I'm going to still talk about you on the podcast. But if you just, if it's a regular fuck. Listen, it's up to you. Anybody that's trying to date us, talk to us, be friends with us. If you, it's like a, come do your best. Come do your best. Come do your best. So you the nigga was it. like, oh. It's a call. It's a, it's a Yelp review. If it's good, I'm going to talk about you. If it's bad, I'm going to talk about Hello. you. Hello. <laughs> And if it's just me, or if it's regular, like if it, if you didn't knock me, if you didn't, right, I'm not gonna mention you at yeah. all. Like, I so said, you think I'm just coming and just talk about my niggas on the show? No, there's only one nigga I want, and he's all the way in Atlanta because he looks so fine for right now. Okay, and 
That's my man in my head. Okay. He does watch the podcast. Okay. But yeah. Hey, boo. Hey, boo. But this other day, he was like, oh, what you want for Christmas? I said two studio sessions for the podcast. Period. Bitch, I learned from you. I was telling Corey that today. Yes. Corey's like, I'm so proud of you. Yes. Thank you. Give, let people do the be. Don't be like a I don't know ass bitch. Know what you want. Yeah, I want two studio sessions. Don't, people don't give me whatever. I'm not. I'm a tourist. No. We don't play like that. No. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I want. Now, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Niggas like to. I tell you, niggas like to um, invest in a cause. Uh, this is my dream. My passion project. Well, yeah. You don't yeah. Even, listen, you don't have to use the money for the podcast. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but I was. You're right. I was. Yeah, but I'm saying you, you know just can't ask for money for bullshit, especially in the being grown. You gotta be like uh-huh. not say bills either, because they don't like to feel like they're tricking on you. It gotta exactly. be something. It gotta be something like this is such a start my business or this the oh you don't ask these niggas to help you pay for books if you in college, bitch. Because <laughs> I am 22. Yeah. And I'm going back to college. Yeah. Ask for books. Yes. Is there something you need? And if you was like, oh, study, school's been stressing me yeah. out and whatever. What can I do to help? Um, there's this really important book for this really important class that I need. And I, you know, I think I want to get that book and see what he do with that information. Kids, don't you better book me a you. fucking flight. <laughs> Yeah. No, book me a fucking I said flight. right, but you can say, I thought you bought a book. No, I said I was booking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you didn't say what, what kind of book. I bought Hello? the book on JetBlue. JetBlue. A JetBlue book. JetBlue. <laughs> they tell me everything. Everything. About the skies. For the sky. Geography. Hello? Talking about. Tricking 101. Anywho, let's roll. Let's get. <laughs> let's get. Let's get. But yeah, so. Me and Obey, we are figuring this shit out. Not figuring this shit out, but... Just having fun. Just having fun. Y'all met up yet or just y'all just talking for now? So we were supposed to meet up the week before Christmas, but his job got too busy. So we're probably going to meet up... for Christmas if he's trying to... Um, yeah, that's why I'm like, you know what? Because I'm not even asking the nigga for nothing for Christmas. Now, Valentine's Day, I already know I got to celebrate the 15th. Wow. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, like I already know I gotta celebrate the fifteenth, but at the end of the day, um, let's see. But I'm not even looking at it like that. Like, no, if you want me, I mean, I'm not going to tell day, you how to get. He, me. He's dating. Does I, I don't want to know his business. I ask you off the air. No, tell me. Is he like living with his person? They live yeah. together and everything. Mm. Yeah. Got some work yeah. to do, player. Well, I'm going to be in Jersey um, next month, so okay. um, I told him I'm going to be out in Jersey. Tell him to come watch you record. Them gonna watch you in action. No, so this is work. Okay. I don't like mixing work and he don't business. work with you. <laughs> but he gonna put something this way. <laughs> what's no. your time, what's your timeline on giving up sex? Now I'm on some shit where I don't want it I don't wanna give it before young me was quick. <laughs> now I just wanna see I wanna see you apply some pressure. Like okay. before it was like, oh, I love you. But now nah, apply some pressure. Let me show you why you want this bussy cat. Period. Why you want this bussy go meow? Ah! What does a bussy sound like? Bu- Ruff. Yeah, a dog. Nah, nah. It gives more like tiger, like uh, a roar. You know, like a lion. Like you can suck my dick. Like there's no problem with that. But for okay. you to and yo, you remember like Sego? You remember back in the day where that was taboo? I, I'm Jamaican, so uh-huh. that was that. You know, I I came here and realized like it was the other way around for us. Like us fucking was like 
All right. Of course, fucking was normal, but then doing that was like, oh, the extra special. I came here and realized, oh, I didn't have sex with him. I just sucked his dick. And it was just like, I was like, mm. yeah, it's the other way around in Jamaica. You would rather get fucked than being told that you suck. See? Yeah, you'd rather have well, sex. I wanna, um... Up here, it's like, your parents only care if you're a virgin. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, but down your parents there. Don't want you to find out if you're sucking dick out there. That's even that's first of all, it's societally at one point was super taboo. Like people were doing it, nobody was really talking about it. I want to know who the first person sucked dick. Did Adam suck? Did he suck Adam's dick? Wait. I don't know much about the Bible, but <laughs> I, heard, I, heard, I heard the apple and stuff was just a symbolism to to sex. Uh, the apple was. She said, "Come eat my apple." Apple bottom jeans. Boots with the. There's it was no, no apple. It was. It was, it was not a yeah. It was sex. Cause remember, they didn't know they was naked until the snake came through and said, "Look, y'all naked." For real. Remember, said, so, "Oh, don't eat from that tree. Don't pick from that tree. You can eat anything else. You can do anything else in the garden. Just don't do that." And the <laughs> and the snake said. Why not? Go try it. It's fun. It's a, a podcast. The name. Bible is open for interpretation. Okay. It's a Bible. It's a podcast named um, Bibles with Brianna. And she tells stories, but mm -hmm. she tells stories in, in like an urban way. In an urban way. way. Okay. I want to reach out to her because yeah. I want to see because, you know. I, That's how I interpreted it as an adult. I grew up in church, whatever. And it's like when I used to read them, I, even as a child, I've, I've a, I had a really mature mind as a kid. And I was like, this shit don't sound right. Fuck you talking about don't eat from the app. Bitch, there was, he told him not to fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, knew that as a kid. I knew that as a kid. He said he told him not to fuck. They didn't even know they was naked. As soon as they ate the apple, they was like, oh, we naked now? Whatever. And God was like, y'all not pure. Y'all sin. Y'all sin. Mm. You got to get the fuck out my garden. Damn, Bible's written there the proper way. <laughs> the proper way. Y'all gotta let's, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, so let's get started on our single married situationship episode, and that's where we talk about relationship top conversations, right? So the first question is when a man says or does something you don't like, what's the first thing you do? One, cut him off immediately. Two, discuss the problem with him. Three, say nothing. And four, other. Explain the other. Ooh. If a man well, does something I don't like. Well, for me, um, it depends on how long and what the kind of nature of our relationship. If this is somebody I'm dating or we're just talking, I say nothing and cut them off. Mm. It's one and three for me for that. If this is my man, I don't say nothing in the beginning. I see if it's a pattern. If I see it's reoccurring and I don't like it, then I speak up. Mm. If it's more than one, like you're making this a habit, if it's an isolated thing, I let it rock. I'm not that kind of girl to be nitpicking at everything at, as the moment you do it. I let it rock, and then I'll be like, wait a minute. Yeah, you did that a couple weeks ago. I, you know, I, you know, I let it slide because I thought it was just a one-time thing. Mm -hmm. You're doing it again. We're not doing that. I don't like that. I let my feelings be known. I don't suffer in silence, clearly. You know, yeah. that's not my vibe. I've never been that type of kid, even with my parents. Like, right. never suffered in silence. For me, it was a matter of I keep quiet a lot. Oh. Um, I won't say nothing because I'm always, I'm the person that always want to watch out for your feelings and protect your feelings. And I don't, I care about how, if I say, Hey, I don't like that blue bottle, that blue can bottle. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. 
I don't like that you call me a dummy. Okay. Right? And then you gaslight me. I called you a dummy because sometimes you act like a dummy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep going through that. Oh, so you avoid the situation altogether. I avoid the situation altogether. And then I'll just be like, all right. And But when I let it pile up, pile up, pile up, pile up, and then I'll explode. Okay. And I think that comes from my childhood okay. where, you know, you I couldn't be as vocal. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, when your parent does something to you, you have to eat it, right? Because it's your parent. Right. So it was just like, I never like confrontation with loved ones because I didn't want them to think right. me sticking up for myself it was means you're trying to trying to have an argument with them yes. or that you don't love them. Okay, I I understand that. I internalize that sometimes and I try but it doesn't it's, it's yeah. not my it's not my vibe. I have to put my feelings first all most of the time, not all the time. Yeah. Like as far as like my grandparent, like my grandma stuff like that, I'll you know tread lightly with her, but everybody else it's smoke. It's, it's smoke. smoke. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> Oh, my stomach's growling. <laughs> That's wonder, how true it is. I wonder if the mic picked that up. Probably, no. Yeah, but like, what do you think is the best? Well, there's not the best, there's no best course of action. I think now, moving forward in the space that I am, um, I'm in in life, I have to address the situation heads on, head on now. Mm-hmm. Um, I see me being quiet in situations, mm-hmm. got me nowhere mm-hmm. because I honestly believe mm-hmm. my anxiety Came and when I told this to Gabby the other day, she said, Oh, thank God. For, let me tell you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking I can't about, Gabby? Wait to hear what it is. My anxiety came from Pastor Torres. I never had this thing called anxiety. Really? So it was always the performance anxiety to make sure I performed and was good for him mm-hmm. and made sure that um, I watch what I say so he won't get offended because mm-hmm. he's a fucking ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to offend him. Like, you know, I'm, I have a smart ass mouth. Mm-hmm. And you right. do. But um, it does some things. But it was one time I said a joke to him, like, because you could go home, nigga. Yeah. He took that personal. So I had to tippy toe around him oh, okay. and always make sure like he was good and stroke his ego right. and make sure I was performing. Okay. As not somebody not saying somebody as I what somebody I'm not, but just make sure I had to be this extra person. This Besides myself, let me be real. Mm-hmm. Like saying that out loud, I was being somebody I was not. I was not a hundred percent comfortable around him. And when he, um, so I feel like he triggered my anxiety okay. because I was always walking around eggshells with him, right? Which led to me having that panic attack to me thinking I'm almost dying every second. Oh, okay. So now I become a hypochondriac because I'm thinking this, this, this. Or oh, now the doctor saying high blood pressure, even though I don't think it's high blood pressure. I think it was dumb saying you have high blood pressure, but not really diving into have anxiety. Okay, okay, right. Okay. But that's what you get when you go to the wackest hospital in New York City, Jamaica Hospital. He was like, we're going to take you to Jamaica. That hospital? Excuse me, let me that's, call my that's family. They took my grandfather and he didn't make it out. Jamaica Hospital. That's a whole. Jamaica Hospital, Harlem Hospital, all those hospitals, those city hospitals are not good. Mm-hmm. Like, I really thought because I was going there, I was going to die. But that's a whole city. We could talk about that yeah, another, another day. Yeah. Segway. I know somebody who, not knows my sister. We need to get somebody, somebody like in the nursing profession about how bad the healthcare system yes. is now. Yeah. And so my sister's um, friend died. She gave birth. They left a knife on her, Jamaica. Jamaica. And she had a lot of internal bleeding. That's the stuff I only see on TV. Exactly. Had a lot. And they was like, you're fine. You're fine. Left the knife in her. And when she came out. scalpel. Yeah, scalpel. Uh-huh. Internal bleeding. She ended up dying because they left it inside of her. Oh, they stitched it in? Yep. Okay, we got to talk yes, about that. Yes, we got. Um, so, yeah, that's where all my um, 
it I, triggered it. It triggered that to what led to me being a hypochondriac, mm-hmm. which led to me being nervous to date, which led me to just be a great bull of anxiousness. Okay. And like to that motherfucker now, I have to say fuck you. And I, w- I refuse to have somebody to have me in a chokehold like control, that. Control, yeah. To have like, con- yeah, you're to take you gotta take your control back from that situation. Yeah. And I of course, there's there's a happy medium between me and Bilal. I'm more not I don't I'm not um I don't just have unconscious outbursts. It comes from somewhere. I'm not a violent or aggressive person. I have, but I am confident in myself to know. It's when it's time to speak up. So I, I'm sure there's a happy medium. Maybe sometimes I should shut the fuck up about certain things and let it slide. And I'm learning to do that. I told you I did. I let it slide the first time. Yeah. Next time it's not a it's not a skating rink. <laughs> <laughs> you get it's one like, slide. Yeah, one slide. One, one slide. slide. Yeah. So I think um and I think for me now that would be different. I'm not letting nobody slide anymore because mm-hmm. I let too many people slide. I let my mom slide, I let my dad slide. I let these bosses slide. Yeah. I let friends slide. I, I'm used to being so quiet and letting people take advantage of Dude, my, taking it, um, advantage I, of my kindness. Oh, I'm sorry. A friend of mine that has anxiety as well, she says like it keeps her up at night, like thinking about like I should have said this and that. And she says sometimes she can't sleep. You experience that? Um, I won't necessarily experience that, but I know if I have to, like right now, I have to call. I mean, going to work every day, mm-hmm. my anxiety will bother me because it's like, where am I walking into? Mm-hmm. So I remember there's times where I would go out to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This is me breaking through. There was times where I was in this go to a restaurant with him. Mm-hmm. And he would just like, you don't know how he's going to react because wow. he's offended. Because we went to restaurants where... There was drinks thrown at each on each other. Wow. Um, oh, between you guys? Yeah. Wow. There was um, times where, like, um, food was thrown on the floor outside in public. So I, that anxiety of, what, where am I getting into so, today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm so scared of now. Like, yeah. who, the person I'm going to meet, I'm looking for those red flags of how do you control your anger? Yeah. How do you handle grieving? Mm-hmm. How do you handle when you're sad? So it's more than, I can sit up here and joke and talk about, oh, um, I think I spent money on me now, but I want to see where you are emotionally, right, right. mentally. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I will cut you if you have anxiety, but how do you manage everything? Because mm-hmm. that nigga had anger issues and childhood trauma that he couldn't heal from, right. but he wanted to take it out on me. Right. And no, no, I done introduced you to some new things. And I done gave you and an that's experience. Why y'all broke up because you st- even if you don't didn't realize it, you started to gain confidence in yourself. Yeah, and that's what made you look at him different. Like, whoa! Before it was you had them rose colored glasses. Oh, he has a you know making excuses for yeah. them. Like sometimes we make excuses for people. We like he had a tr- troubled childhood. You know he don't have his stuff together. Exactly. Oh, you know, maybe let me not let me not celebrate my wins because it'll make him feel bad and stuff like that. Say so say you got a promotion or a bonus. Yeah. And at work and you want to come home and tell your your person that you like, let me not tell him because he's not working right now. So yeah. you don't want to hear nothing about me making money. Like you know what I'm saying. And then after a while you stop not saying not not gave a fuck but. Started more, you know what? This is happening to me, and I'm doing this. I'm starting a podcast. I'm, you know, what I'm saying, like that. That's eventually you did, even though you you think only because you stopped talking to him. But you you've been you've been trying you've been 
Releasing them strings Yo, and that, way before yeah, you. Oh got yeah, no and that's why when people be like, "Oh, you don't cut them off," I always say it on this show. Give them rope to hang them. I yup. I just give them. You know, this is new challenge where they hang their stuff when they hang a like a uh, expensive item. Oh. And like, let's say you have to flip the cup, and the cup has to land on the um up top. Mm-hmm. Well, whoever does like, if me and you playing a game, if I win this round, I cut a string off your like iPhone. Okay. Right, and then if you, we just keep cutting each other string. So what I'm saying okay. is. I let just keep cutting string one by one, and when right. you fall in that that acid water, you you dead. All that you, handsomeness, yeah. all that cuteness that person no, had, was, it all goes away. Yeah, <laughs> you know that nigga is fun. <laughs> yeah, but he was fun. Get ugly, he, and that's what made me look at him ugly. And I, I will never forget the day. That, maybe I should speak about this on Patreon. Mm, okay. the, the day that yeah, I'm gonna speak about that on Patreon. Yeah, so um, when he came, and that's when me, that's when I saw that ugly side of him and I will never look at him again. And I will also tell you on Patreon how my son Wilder put the knife out on me. I'm so sad that happened. But anywho, <laughs> moving right along. Okay, so our second topic of this segment would be well, there was a um tweet that um that that Billy had screenshotted and added to our outline today and it says, "Never I repeat, never marry a man raised by a single mother." And my response is that is that who said that? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely disagree with that. I disagree. I disagree. I was raised by a single mother and a stepfather, but um, I I feel like single or this single mothers and there's mothers who, if you can still have mom and dad, um, niggas still ain't shit. It's what you program to your kids. How many people had two parents and loving homes or that are still shitty? people yep. if you're if you're raised it's like oh, i'm saying how they raise them yes but not single like damn yeah. bitch how you how you know you're not gonna be a single mother one day you know what i'm saying yeah. my grandmother was a single mother and she raised four children by herself and her fourth her fourth child's father married her so don't you ever ever and, and her first son ended up being a really successful you know educated man so like what are you talking about, ma'am? Uh, so I guess we're going to elaborate it a little more. It says, so now the question is, have you ever dated a mama's boy? Two of them. <laughs> if so, how did it go? You know my you know my philosophy on this topic. I said, I fuck might them, not say, nah. Is that what you about to say? No. I, was saying, uh. like, usually, I made a joke one time between my friends, and I was like, I... um." I, I know she said experience. bitch. I have good experience. <laughs> <laughs> say it so I don't have to. I know what you have to say. You like when the nigga's mom is dead. Nigga <laughs> 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 said, wow. <laughs> Gabby is judging. Gabby is I judging. Was, I was, I was <laughs> Yeah, said, what? I just made an outlandish funny say. I don't mean that anymore, guys. I don't mean that. At, at yeah, one point, I don't mean that. Why? <laughs> because I just didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to deal with no. I just just like okay, just I didn't want to. I being young, I used to get, I used to be nervous like trying to like meet guys' moms. Yeah. And then I realized it wasn't important to me. Like it's not, yeah. it's not something that's important to me. I could be married for years and be with a guy man for years and never meet his mom, and it wouldn't bother me one bit. Like. Oh my God! You, I've never met your mother, and it's it's really important to me. It's yeah. not. If I do, and we click, I've clicked with guys' mothers, and we've really had a good 
I've had a good genuine time because I'm not a bad person. I'm not, but just it's like, it's just like at the one point I was young and I just said that, you know, in passing for like a little mean spirited joke. But I did enjoy dating. I there was a there, there was a string of men that I've dated over the course of my younger life that, you know, their moms weren't here and it took off a lot of pressure. Yeah. Of our dating life. But getting older and known is like not mama's boys, but I do now enjoy men that put their moms in high standards, high standing, like because I've seen it. Yeah, respect. Not so much. I've never really dated a mama's boy. I don't believe. But like there's, you know, boundaries between them and their mom. Respect. And I do like, I do I don't mind that. I don't mind going over a guy's house and his mom is doting on him and loving him. I think it's cute. I but but there's the thing. I've seen guys that treat their mama well and beat the shit out of their show their woman. Mm, yeah. And treat them really badly. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? You just never know. But I do, I don't mind it. I don't mind that she's this is my baby, my son. Make sure you take care of him. And I'm like, I do. I did two niggas. Yeah. I, right. I did two niggas that had that were mama's boys. And it was just in a good way. Can 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 wait, let me ask you this. Can it be a positive thing that a man is a mama's boy? Um a positive spin on it. It could Con be to it. positive. A pro, but like Gabby said, when the way a man treat his mother, I ain't got no brothers, so yeah. that's why I don't understand. When the man, the way the man treat his brother, <laughs> I mean, the way the man treat his mother is shows if if a man don't treat his mother good, he ain't gonna treat you right, right? But I would say it's uh, I don't I don't like a mama's boy because the mama don't know the boundaries, right? Okay, so. Now, there's times where we're on a date night, but mama's coming along. Oh, Why? I've never experienced that. Why? And my, the the mama the mamas of the mama boys that I fucked with were dope. They were completely if, it, if it's awesome vibes. Like, we're gonna go have dinner with my mom. We're going out to dinner with my mom is different from oh, we're going on a date and my mom's coming. Like, does that really happen in yeah. your life? It, it does. It does. Like, believe it or not, it does. Shit, it happened to me. Like, there were times where moms were third wheels. And they'd be like, what the fuck? Like. What? And, you know, they always offered to pay for their own stuff. But I'm like, no, I'm, I'll am i pay for you. Like, you know. They did that yeah. on purpose. They got you. They got you. They planned and they got you. Yeah. They got you. They got. They came out. Uh-uh. Um, just pretend like you're gonna pay Billy. Gum. They got. They got. Not they, they got, got me. You got God. Um, you have so much to learn. But mama boys, like the mothers, still do everything for them. Like I've dated grown men whose mothers still wash their clothes. So now when it's time to move in, you don't understand domestic. Okay. Yeah. Chores like moment, yeah. Or you run and tell your mother everything. Your mother is not supposed to know everything in our relationship. relationship. Like, right, right. And so that goes for women too because just like I said, we go like, we have sometimes girls that are, you know, have their moms as besties and stuff and their parents as besties. They go and tell their moms everything about their boyfriend or husband mm-hmm. or shit, their girlfriend. And then, see, Christmas, Thanksgiving just passed. You roll up in the Christmas dinner, everybody giving right. you the look. And then, you know, the mother feels like, and they're like, what did you do? Oh, remember that time you had an argument? I told my mom. Because one thing about it, people, you might forgive your person, but your family won't. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. They will not. Oh, yeah. They won't. You could no matter one time, that one time he rang your ear, they going to, by the time he get down the family line, they going to hear that he broke your ribs and put you in the hospital. And he only <laughs> did this. But, but they never, remember? They, 
oh, Renee, would you look at Renee? Look at, look at, look at Renee and look at Renee and Billy. He just um punched out five of her ribs. I don't, you see how she walking? Yep. That's what they're gonna say and talk about buying his back. And they they for the mothers too, they feel like, oh, no one's good enough for my son. Miss, let me tell you something. Yeah. You cannot fuck your son right. or suck your son's dick the way I can. Well, there are stories. <laughs> yeah, there are stories. But at the end of the day, you have to be comfortable with the fact and the the your spouse has to be comfortable with, comfortable with the fact of letting their parent know this is my new family or right, this right. is where this is where I'm trying to build and stop overstep that boundaries. There's times when the mother is like that when to pull you to the side and say I know how you are sometimes. I know you you be triggering my son's argument. Like I've heard, yo, this I, I don't know why I used to be in love, right? With this nigga. <laughs> we was in Miami, right? And we just had an argument. You remember this, right? We just had a whole fucking argument, right? Mm -hmm. So now we went to we went to sleep, woke up, nigga shitting, throwing up, shitting, throwing up. Because of so, alcohol? Like because of alcohol poisoning. Okay. Uh -huh. We was Fucked up. We gonna get fucked up tonight. <sighs> but here I am running to Starbucks, getting bagels, running over there, get getting um toasted bagels, running over here to get soup. a good partner. Get, getting Gatorade. Spend my last night on vacation playing Nurse Billy. Mm -hmm. That's another one. For the one. mother to get on the phone and say, I think you poisoned my son. <gasps> oh, hell no. I said, poison your I would have left him there. Poison your son? Are you shitting me? Your son. Yeah, your son is shitting. And it was just like... <laughs> I would have been so disgusted. I was. And it was just like, yo, I'm over here taking this, care that of That was your man. moment. That was your... <laughs> Look at me and this opportunity. <laughs> I would have that bitch clean the fuck I, I would have went off because I don't want to talk to you yo, no more. But I guess what? I had to wake up once. I got back to the hotel room, woke him up. Hello. Wake up. Yeah. Wake up. You think I poisoned yeah, you? Because yeah, that's what yeah, your mother yeah, said. Yeah. That's when I speak yeah, the fuck up. Yeah. I speak the fuck up when it comes to my motherfucking Mother, character. Mm -hmm. Me poisoning you and I'm over here taking care of you? Are you shitting me? No. Are you shitting yourself? <laughs> you are. <laughs> How fucking dare you? Like, I'm about to write a book. I've been through so much in that motherfucking relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm about to write a book on it. You can name but it Surviving the Taurus. Surviving the fucking Taurus. <laughs> I want my, I want my, yes. I want, I don't care. We could be a lot. But I'm a good person. Shit. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> one of the best. Um, yeah. So you know it's and it's hard because there's times where they're not going to defend you in front of your your yeah, other parent. Yeah. Um. There's moments like just like you see stuff on the gram. Like I remember seeing this video a while back where um. The wife, like he, I guess he pulled up to pick up pick up his mom. His wife was in the front seat, and then when he got to the mom's house, he was like, "Can you get in the back? My mom likes to ride in the front." No. No. I'm no. No. Mm -mm. Fuck your mother. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I say fuck mm -mm. your mother. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Get somebody else to do it. Yeah, and no, and the mothers. <laughs> let me not just say the mothers be so nice, but it's that boundary. I understand that's your child. Yeah. And but sometimes those parents feel like they fucked up in that child's life that they have to go, be extravagant and mm -hmm. do too much, much yeah, for, yeah. and to make well, up for what happened. But... Yeah, because because of that whole single mom thing. So my son is my king. No, he not. And my what gets now. me so mad is he consults his mom every move before. If I say, and I'm not just, I'm just saying in general, niggas consult with their mother first. Nigga, grow up. Right. Why do you have to call your mom? I could say, 
Yo, you should wear red sneakers. That's those red sneakers don't look good with your outfit. Or those guys, or those guys that don't know their social security number, they gotta call their mother. Call their mother. Yeah, birth paper I understand because I be my mom still got my birth certificate. Don't judge me. <laughs> she had she gave birth to me. She's supposed to have it. She's supposed. To. Yeah, I have a copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my thing is, she got I can original. tell you, nigga, those red sneakers look nice on you, and you be like, I don't know. But let your mother be like, yeah, go get them. My mother said these are nice. So fuck you. And yeah, your yeah. Mother. Yeah. Fuck you and your mother. Yeah, I hate, I do hate that. I, I, and sometimes in my relationship, there's some things I would say, mm-hmm. and it, and it's a pet peeve of mine that I'm noticing. It gets kind of like questioned, then it gets put to a vote in this family group chat, and it's like, you know what? I, I, you know, I, we, I spoke about this. I spoke about this with my, you know, my family, and you know what? A lot of people, um, you're, you're like, the, they, they were saying the same thing you were saying. Yeah. So why yeah. you couldn't just believe in me? <laughs> believe in me. <laughs> Miss say it. I said it already. Three times. Now I got to have my I told you so moment. Yeah. Damn. Fuck, I told you so. I just be like, oh, okay. That's, no, oh, no, I have my I told you so I'm moment. not going to give you. I'm like, oh, really? Like, okay. I'm like, uh, why, got, why my intelligence got to get questioned? And don't let them be a singer. Or okay. let our chef and the mother's just hyping them up. My my son's the best cook in the world. He's a be- and I'm like the rice is hard. <laughs> like I love good food, right? Yeah, yeah. But your son, my miss, can't cook. <laughs> miss, your son can't. Your son can't cook. He can't sing because you didn't. He teach can't him. do nothing. <laughs> But but that's the thing, and that's the that's the moment they should face when they look at that child that they that they praise so much. You got to take a step back as a parent and be like, "I raised a worthless ass kid. Yeah. He can't cook. He can't mind you." And we said this in an episode ago. These little things are just survival things to learn how to live a life as an adult. It doesn't make you a bitch or a pussy or or some a softy to know how to take care of yourself. Cooking a meal, washing your clothes, or life skills. They need to put that back in the yep. schools. Yep. You know they took, what was that class? Home economics. They need to put it back. No, take it out because Miss um, Oslin, she didn't know how to make mac and cheese. <laughs> when she told me how to make mac and cheese and, and then you sprinkle breadcrumbs, I said, bitch, my mother white. didn't do that. You lucky she didn't put raisins in. <laughs> <laughs> Count your blessings. Good. <laughs> like what I'm saying people just like your son you're looking at your boy but listen like I didn't grow up with with the whole my brothers and my sisters dynamic yeah. I don't know if anyone in this room has you you grew up with mostly boys and I'm more with yeah. mostly girls so it wasn't a but I've heard stories of females being I we did dishes and learned how to cook and my brother didn't learn how to do anything yeah. you know what I'm saying I remember uh, well, a friend of mine her brother went off to college and her, her um the college was six hours drive away. The mother would drive up there every two weeks to get his laundry. Yeah. No. Get his laundry and wash. And she was like, Mommy, you didn't do any of that for us. Uh, but you like, we, I had taught you. So I taught you how to survive. So when you leave the nest, so you didn't. Why? I'm not saying you should be treated like a girl, but like to wash this. Because I've, I've yeah. been blessed. But I know how to. I've, I've been, you know. I know how to kind of vet through grown. I've always date men that are, were significantly older than me, like five years and more. Mm. So I've not encountered a nigga that don't know how to wash or cook. My cousin is um, a mama's boy. And my aunt still make his plates. And she calls like him Like it's a husband. Yeah. You're like a husband. Yeah. And she calls him like little little names. So like, um, like my family call me Bow Bow. Like okay. they call me 
They've been yeah, calling me Bow Bow before Bow Wow. Like, <laughs> if, you know, I went to my grandmother's house yesterday and she was like, Bow. And I'm like, yes. Like, you know, little names, but like my cousin, oh my God, I don't give a fuck. But I'm gonna, my, his name is. Um, Just say a fake name and then say the nickname. His, his name is Raheem. Okay. Can't be, but his right. name is Raheem, right? Yeah. She'd be like, Remy. Like, like, no. like, like, like it, it sounds almost romantic. Yeah. Remy. Remy, did you eat? Like, grow up. Yeah. And this is like, do you think a man, are you dating at this age? Are you going to be with somebody who's 30 years old living with their mother still? Um, depends on the circumstances. I'm not, because again, we live in New York. Things are a little bit different. I know, I, I know a lot of us love to jump up and scream at the top of our lungs. Hey, nah, I'm not living with no guy. I live with his mama at 30 years old. Shit. I don't know about no other state, but in New York, that is you have to. normal. That is pretty normal. You but it, there's boundaries. Like I've lived with, I've dated guys that they're, it's a, it's a three family house. He has one part of the house for himself. Yeah. And I've never, in, I never encountered any intrusions or the mom banging on no doors or nothing like I've not dealt with that even when I was a kid even when I was a teenager having boyfriends and going to their house I remember being a teenager this guy's mom loved me so much she used to let me she used to let me she used to let us stay the night not that she treated her son like a mama's boy she just she was like he gonna fuck anyway so might as well yeah. <laughs> make sure they safe she used to cook us food but I'm not and lie, everything. The, the, mamas, I love the mamas of the mamas boys, they definitely always liked me. But once the, once the, they pick the sun side, it's over. Like I don't be fair. Be fair. I don't. It, it's yeah. okay. It's, and they probably tell them behind their back, like behind your back, like yeah. you know you was wrong for that, right? But it's something about. The hood mama boys. Yeah. The, like the ones that... Fuck that. You don't need that, that bullshit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the ones <laughs> that be, the ones that be on the block with them, hiding the guns in her mattress. Yeah. It be her. It be, yeah, it be, be, it be Sandra, Sandra that be fucking the, the game for the rest of us. She just... Sand- she just and let him Keisha. Do whatever. Yeah, you the don't Keisha mamas. Kids ain't Keisha no more. We need mamas like Gertrude. Gertrude. And, you know, Pamela. Yeah, or Miss Debs. I Miss Debs. I love a Miss Debs. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. The Keisha, these my well. Nope. Miss Joyce. Yep. I'm a, what's your mom's name? Um, Renita. No, don't want her. <laughs> Nope. Renee, what's your mom's nope. name? Tamika? Yep. Mm-mm. Nope, I, don't, nope. I don't even want you. Tamika. What's your name? And Tamika be on Facebook and her pictures be like... Yeah, out with her friends with her nose ring this big. Yes. All under, under her son's, <laughs> all her son's pictures. My king. My king. My baby. Look at my son. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about... And then their own post. I like it. Not their Instagram post. Bad bitch central. Check my credentials. <laughs> How old are you, miss? 51 years old talking about bad bitch syndrome. Check my... I'm so happy my mother does not entertain the But you have to understand, some of them are 30-year-olds, but their mom is only 45. You know what I'm saying? That's that too. That's a Keisha. That's too. That, that is... That. Kim. Was it Kim? Your mom's name is what? Kim? She better Kim. be Asian. Call herself Big Kimmy. Yeah, never Big the Kim, small. Never the small one. Big Kimmy, never the small. She holds, she holds <laughs> all the guns on the block for you and your friends. Yep. And 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 she does all she she helps you cook the stuff. Um, Felicia the Don. Felicia the Don. She wears a fur coat. <laughs> she goes. She wears she a fur coat, coat and she goes to bingo on every Wednesday. And she and she, you no, know, everybody on the block. And who says something to you? Yeah. Cause I go uh, over there. And yeah, she be pulling up to beat bitches up like yep. Blueface Mama. Yep. I don't want her. So, 
<laughs> don't, don't want uh, none of that mama like that. Nope. Pulling up to fight your girlfriend, even though she old girl got yep. her problems, but I don't want no mama that won't pull up yep. to put out a. Put and they be like, oh God, my mother will pull up right now. Let me call my mom. Don't make me call my mom. And your sisters. Mom. Let me tell you what happened right now. No. Him and your mm. sisters coming to jump you. Don't, yeah. don't date nobody mama named Keisha. Keisha. See a picture. You know how they have a picture. Look at my mother. Oh, okay. She got that nice little wig sitting yeah. right there. <laughs> or that and side that, piece. That, that, that salt and pepper. Yeah. Let me do it in my heart. That little salt and pepper <laughs> hairstyle right here. She got this little bang. She, no, that might Ignore. be dangerous. It's giving Raising Cane. Yeah. That, just be careful. Yeah. Bitch, you got the outfit on right now. It's, I told you I'm going down. <laughs> You're going down. <laughs> All right. So, before we end the new year... Um, let's close out the new year with some positive words and um positivity. Fuck, <laughs> um, let me. I hate trying to be so podcastional, Poli- so, so so politically correct. correct. Um, what did you learn about yourself this year? I learned this year that I am a very resilient person. In the face of when shit get tough, Renee get going. Mm. I don't like. I don't get the opportunity to kind of like wallow in my. I, I just never been that type of person. But I've really like sat back and figure out a word for it. Like you a strong bitch. Like no matter what, no matter how stuff get tough, I never get let my pride get in the way and you know keep it pushing. Like I always, no matter how tough times get like this past year you know even with my my hair business and everything even when times get slow there was times i've been trying to pack up and say fuck everything i don't want to do no more hair when shit's slow but i persevered mm. through it and That's i'm you know got knocked down a couple of times but i picked myself back up and i always i'm always willing to try something new to elevate my life and my mind hello you know, try to get more, you know, get smarter. You're never too old to grow and change and learn. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going through that. I'm not, I'm trying not to be a person that's stuck in my ways because of, you know, my sign. We tend to do that. So I'm making a conscious effort to always, you know, show up, be a person of my word. And even the promises I made to myself this past year, I kept them. Amen. I told myself that I was going to, you know, be more serious about learning to drive. And I did that. So I persevered and I'm, I'm resilient. I'm a resilient ass bitch. You know, resilient <laughs> ass bitch, bitch, bitch. So um, what did you learn? Real quick, this is the quality of the hoodie that's for merch. Okay. How you feel? I like right? it, but I don't like, I don't, I don't particularly, I want it to be more black. Okay. And I want something, is it 100% cotton? I don't know. Get 100% cotton as it don't collect so much lint. Mm, we don't want to look like we no, don't want to look like cats quality. at home. Yeah, I got. You know those people that walk around. You know they got hack animals. Yes. One lady she had it on her leggings, on her. I said, Miss, why even outside like that? <laughs> it is. What I learned about myself this year was I am a boss mm-hmm. ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Like I am great at God put me on this earth for a reason mm-hmm. and I have a lot more work to do I learned my worth so I had to cut off that nigga's network mm, okay a word hello I can't snap with these nails <laughs> he was on my bill and had to cut his network off why's my phone off do 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 yeah um and just to know that the most dangerous place is to that the most dangerous place to live is in your head mm. and I let my subconscious control me and I'm coming out of that. I'm like, even have niggas be like, I'm about to pick you up in a few. Um, come outside. And who are you I talking did, to? That's like, that's what yeah. your boss came up. Who are you talking to? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are 
talking as much as I want to go outside, I had that urge before. It was like, yeah. no, I don't want to go outside. Getting the murder. Up. Getting but now, up. No, yeah. I'm not so, um, I've learned that this is just the beginning. It was a post I saw the other day. But I'll talk while I look it up. But I just learned that this is just the beginning, and 2023 is going to be a good year. And the post I saw was, God loved me so much. He, he put it right here. 2020 changed me. Mm-hmm. 2021 broke me. 2022 opened my eyes. Mm. 2023, I am coming back. Period. And that's just how I feel right now. Mm. And um, I'm just excited. Um, and I just, I'm just, the other day, yesterday, actually, I posted in the podcast, Great Moments of the 25 and Over mm-hmm. Club on my Instagram story. Follow me at Billy.TheBadGuy um, on Instagram. <laughs> and I realized, like, the growth of this show from when... We started on the Zoom mm-hmm. to when we went to the other wax studio to when I had those other people um, holding your place until you was ready to come. Oh, okay. um, is that what it was? It was <laughs> um, clearly, and just to see the, the content, like we gave so much content in this year yes, and quality, and that's another thing I'm proud like that we stuck through. Yes. We, it was a lot of trusting guys to. You guys don't know. It was a lot of hard. Lo- it was a lot of long nights. Bitch. Uh, a lot of long nights. A lot of long nights, bitch. Yes. And we go. We want to be. Yeah. We are thankful for our, you know, support system that comes here and watch us and laugh at our jokes and let yes. us know if the episode is good or not for their, you know, their young fresh minds and their honesty. <laughs> yes. What were your biggest accomplishments of 2022? You want to go first, or we gonna go first? I think the biggest accomplishment was um, just elevating the podcast and the fact that I was able to do horrible decisions. Um, It was an amazing opportunity Mm -hmm. for us. And the fact that I loved them, I I loved the lady so much. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I secretly got a crush on Wendy, Wendy, on on Wheezy. Wheezy. Uh And um, the fact that I was like, in two years, I'm going to get a horrible decision. And six months later, it happened. And it was just like, Wow, like nigga, you are that nigga. You could do whatever you put your mind to. And I want everybody to know this. No matter what you do, as long as you stay consistent and have goals and targets for yourself, yeah. you will get there. You will and get there. As Just stay the course. Stay, stay the, the fucking course. course. I'm always overthinking about the yeah, next yeah, thing. Yeah. And you'll be like, Billy, you're doing good. Every yeah. episode, I'm like, you sure that good? After this episode, I'm guaranteeing you, I'm going to ask you out. Yes, sure that episode is good. good. You sure that episode is good? Yeah, Who cares if it's like, good or not? I got to right, come out but tomorrow. That's, that's all, you know what I'm saying? Also, like, learn, even people, If even though, you know, you're, you know, consistent on your journey and you're worrying about the end, you know, the journey is just as beautiful as the destination. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Live in the moment, too. Of course, we're here and we're, you know, giving you guys content. But we actually enjoyed sitting here. Talk. This is something we do all the time. Like, yeah. sometimes I just be in the moment talking, forgetting that the camera's rolling. Y'all know, because I don't never look in the damn camera. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning to do that now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't even know where my camera is at yep. most of the time. So, because I'm just even here chopping it up with my friend and, you know, we bouncing ideas off the girls and the guys that be sitting in here. So it's like, yeah, I'm just, I be living in the moment, child. Yes. Like, oh, when I watch back the episodes, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, we said that. <laughs> that was funny. You ever watch back the show and just be cracking up at your fucking what? stuff? Like, what the fuck is wrong? What is I listen wrong to with me? audio now. So I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with us? Like, <laughs> 
Real quick, you it was in the airport and somebody ran. Yes, somebody ran into me. This is my first time hearing the story, y'all. So I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone talking to my sister. I talk to her all day long. So you know, I guess I have a very recognizable voice. I'm learning now, and somebody was like, "Are you from the 25 and Over Club?" It was a it was a worker in JFK, and I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, I was on the way out the bathroom, and she was like, "Oh my god, I listen to you guys all the time. I watch your heard your voice and had to come around the corner to see if it was really you." And I was like, but I was talking, you know, I bounced back and forth with my Jamaican and my American accent. Like, I'll talk like mm-hmm. this normally. And he was, she was like, oh my God, where's Billy? I was like, he's in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm sorry, I listener. Was. I lied. I was <laughs> like, first of all, I was late for my flight and standing there trying to like get money out of the ATM and panicking. And I also saw my good friend Stephanie and we ended up, you know, flying together down to Jamaica to go to the, um, the Burnham Boy concert. So it was just a lot going on. And I immediately in the middle of it, I texted me and I'm like, oh my God, a listener just recognized my voice. And she's like, she was like, oh my God, I'm, you know, I'm on my shift so I can't really stick around. She was like, he's coming out the bathroom soon. I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, listener, I lied. He wasn't there, but I was just so excited. I, I didn't want to burst her bubble. Well, we have a live show coming, so um, when soon. But thank you for supporting. Thank you yes, for watching. Thank we you. appreciate it. I didn't get it. to get your name, but thank you. So, wait, what was your proudest accomplishment of twenty twenty two? Oh, so my proudest. So this year, for the first time in my life, I basically feel like I'm at the point where I can literally like help my family, like do stuff, like it get get to a place. I ain't rich now, but. I'm trying to figure out where that came from. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but just like, you know, being able to contribute to more stuff. Like my grandmother, you know, just became retired last year. And, you know, we've been like, you know, pitching and being being the person, not being able to die. Back in there, it was like, oh, I'm not doing that shit. It's because I ain't got it. But like, it's a good, I'm in the giving phase of my life now. Like, I'm a giver. Is Is this what tricking feel like? Who you asking? A trick. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a start small with a, with my family. So she retired. My grandmother went to Jamaica to visit this past um, June, and we were a- I was able to literally finance her whole wardrobe, buy her everything she possibly needed for her trip, and mm. go up and started like really like paying forward all the you know great opportunities that she's given to us over the years. My grandmother, she worked really hard and took care of all of her kids mm-hmm. by herself and in turn took care of her grandchildren too. So I was like, it feels so good being able to do things for her now. Like if my sister or my nephews need something, right. I'm big auntie now, like right. big auntie. Like, auntie, can I get this? Auntie, can I get this? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My little sister Kiki, she always need $50. She <laughs> always need a perfume. She always needs something. And now it's not like, if I say no, it's because you don't need it. But usually the no used to come from, I don't have it. Yeah. But now I'm able to give and it feels really good. I, I ain't never uh-huh. thought I was going to get here. Uh-huh. I thought I was going to be broke my whole fucking life. <laughs> you got that deal coming. Child, manifested. Manifested. It's coming, you got that but you deal know, coming. Being having more than one income, having a, a job and, you know, having to be blessed to be do some do something that's lucrative, like the hair business. So it's it's been a blessing and it feels really good to yes. if my nephews want a PS5, if they want an Oculus. Hello. Auntie got you. <laughs> All right, so real quick. So achieving your goals, for, um, six reasons why people fail to achieve their goals, right? And one reason is goals are undefined or unrealistic, fear of, fail- fear of failure. There is no set deadline. Always allowing naysayers to doubt the goal 
Procrastination delays the goals and there are too many things on your plate. Mm. And I feel attacked about almost every single thing on here. Goals are undefined. I think my goals are realistic mm. um, and I do set deadlines. Fear of failure. Like I keep every day, like today I was like, damn, I'm coming to podcast. And yesterday I had to do the outline. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? Right. And how do I make this show even inter- more interesting? And then I'll, I'll start, <laughs> I'll start. Yeah, then already it is. Yeah, then yeah. I'll, start the, I'll start the outline. Stop it. Start the outline. What are, are the listeners? I hope the listeners still like us. Um, are we entertaining enough? And y'all say we are entertaining, so thank you. But I'm that's the just total me. opposite. I'm I like to to add to that. I'm the total opposite. I be going through my daily life, shit pop up in my head. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to say that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Billy be like, write that shit down. Write it down. For me, like, guys, it's everything for me is like literally off the dome. I cracked a joke. Me and my sister was in bed last night watching TV. And we were scrolling on TikTok. This is this, this is really funny. So I'm gonna crack it on here. Shit, I ain't gonna. I ain't giving up no more. The tea ain't free no more. Patreon. Pa- no, 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 no. This is funny. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell the. I'm gonna tell the viewers. So we was in bed scrolling on TikTok, and we was looking through this fashion page. Uh-huh. And and she was like, look, and they be they had on this person had on a bunch of different labels and prints, looking real tacky, but expensive, but tacky. Uh-huh. Gucci and Balenciaga and everything all mixed up, looking crowded as hell. And I was like, and these bitches really be thinking they dressing like they a Sally. <laughs> dressing like they a fucking Sally. Then these bitches don't thinking they dressing and they a Sally. Well, My 15-year-old, that's how I know I made it in life. When I'm 30-something years old and I can make a teenager laugh. That's what life is about. That's a real, that's a real fountain of youth. Yo. We're going to be done in like 10 minutes. My yeah. dog keep calling me. Yeah. Your job. Um, I thought you was off. As in off as in off for the day. Okay. <laughs> um, now I am off for the day, but I have to submit something real quick. That's been annoying me. All right. Um, but yeah, allowing naysayers to doubt. There was people when that was telling me on the podcast, like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't curse. You shouldn't talk about your sexual. Um, nobody wants to hear about gay sex or nobody wants to hear about a straight uh, gay man suck, talking about sucking dick. This is How about life. you suck my dick? That's you don't want to hear two people or a person talk about their life experience. This is our. If you're life watching YouTube, I'm sorry if that be tacky. I'm multitasking. Yeah, <laughs> we are talking about our life experiences. This is what most podcasts is about. We're not a specific. Um, we don't have a specific niche where we're talking about sports or we're not doctors or anything. We're literally sitting here, two people with life experience of the ages of over 25. Two peas in a pod. Two peas in a podcast. Talking about how we view the world and how to help people younger than us and probably the same age of a shit older than us, you know, move through this life together in a comedic way because I swear a lot of us are living the same fucking life and we don't even know it. Like... And it is. People relate to the stuff we're talking about because this is the shit they're going through. Niggas is having gay sex, even the ones that are not claiming they're gay. Somebody told me you'll never get a deal for cursing on your Hoes podcast. Who's selling so pussy, even if they think they're not getting no money for it? You selling it for something? Hello. Like naysayers, that's like I don't listen to people. I all I use a tactic where I oh I, oh I hold my dreams and my aspirations close to my heart. Because sometimes I feel like if I put it out into the world, like a like a like mayonnaise. It's going to spoil. I feel like <laughs> the environment will spoil things good. Refrigerate your dreams. Ref- yeah. Refrigerate your dreams. Keep them fresh. Keep them in your heart until you can, ma- t- not just manifest them, until you can put them into fruition. And 
you know, you turn your dream and then you make a plan and then you follow the plan and you might fail, but you keep going. You change the plan and you keep going and you keep going. And remember to take it slow. But I believe, you know, saying it, the naysayers thing, I believe it's true. Like sometimes you're not supposed to or yet Put your blessings out into the world just yet. Because sometimes people just don't believe. And sometimes we be telling our shit to the wrong people. Yep. If somebody says, like, something's not going to work, you're not telling it. You're not talking to the right person. That's what I'm saying. A no is never a no. It's because you're talking to the right person. You're talking to the wrong person. 2023, um, I just want to stop sharing ideas with people because I get so excited excited and passionate about things that I want to do that I'm like, and just talking to people, you never know if they're going to wish bad on you mm-hmm. or... Um, still your idea. We inspire people. But um, so I do want to cut back on that and the procrastination of it all. I, pro- I self-sabotage all the time, mm-hmm. whether it's podcasting, at work, or in life. Like, I, so I'm the one that gets in the way of following my mm-hmm. old goals mm-hmm. and dreams. Mm-hmm. So um, with that being said, to help you set um, personal goals, right? Consider your passion. Set goals you can't control. Mm-hmm. Imagine your future and break it down. Um, goal setting tips write them down which I definitely do make mm-hmm. your goals visible I write down all my shits develop a plan reflect like and, and adjust just, I like that one yeah that's the part I say sometimes the plan is not gonna always go right but don't get discouraged if you really believe in something and you put consistency and hard work behind it it will work it might not work in the exact time frame but don't give up don't give up on anything and take your time. Take it slow. Rome was not built in a day. And just let them five, them five pounds ain't coming off in a week, Sarah. Hello. Maybe it comes off in a month. But look at the long, look, play the long game. So like, I want to lose 25 pounds in, in, in two months. Lose five pounds a month. By the end of the year, five times 12 is how much? Five times. 12? Mm? I ain't going to school that day. I ain't going to school that day. <laughs> 60, that's how we have. That's how we have smart people here sitting here to think for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely break. I the say plan down. break the plan down. I started to break my twenty twenty three plan down mm. by um, quarterly, monthly, and then weekly, mm-hmm. so I could reach the overall picture and. Um, like go, going to the gym, I have it to where I'm going to do this quarter. What's mm-hmm. my goal for that quarter? Yeah. How how I'm going to action it. Same thing with the podcast. So a lot of the things I learned at work, um, how to run a business, I use it in my life. Life, right. In the podcast. So like how to, it's all the same thing. And oh, what I noticed was, I think I told my boss this, or my therapist. I said, you know, I never thought of me using a planner will help my life. Because mm. we don't really see we don't really see that, but the the uh, the clear people, the white people, mm-hmm. they use those planners they use those and they planners. work. And they're like, "Let me look at my schedule," and it works. I did a vision board for the first time. I thought that you know, I don't like that man. Like at first, the manifesting shit was like bullshit. Uh-huh. Like, but I did a vision board and I, it worked. It worked. It, it worked. But guess what? I didn't get everything off of it, but I got more than I I expected, and I got more than I would have gotten if I didn't do it at all so yep. instead of looking at it as like I didn't get all of it I said I did most of it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. start thinking positive I know it's kind of hippie to be like think positive think positive thoughts Peter Pan think positive thoughts but guess what yep. it's best to see the glass half full than can see it half empty. it's all about discipline it is about it's about discipline, discipline. and it's hard I always like I um when I was 
going through like a weight loss journey. And at, at this point, when I actually did lose the weight, it wasn't, I stopped telling myself, oh, um, this and that and heart, um, perseverance. That's why I was like, Renee, fuck that. You don't yeah. want to go to the gym, but do you want to lose this weight? It was discipline that kept me there. It was not anything else. I hate this place. I want to work out. I yep. want to lose this weight. I'm not going to tell myself, oh my God, and it's think positive and you know motivated and stay motivated <laughs> nothing ever keep me motivated nothing I need me discipline yeah like a work schedule if you don't go to the fucking job you will get fired if yeah. you don't go to the fucking gym you will stay big or whatever you want yeah. you will stay untoned or whatever y'all go to the gym to achieve i know everybody goes and does things for different reasons but yeah. if you don't start you will never see the finish line like you have to start. And even if you get there slowly, you're going to get there, but don't stop. So what's the biggest thing you want to accomplish in 2023? The biggest thing I want to accomplish is obviously we want to, you know, you know, grow our following and grow our, you know, listeners and grow this podcast at 25. I've grown to enjoy this very, very much. I used oh. to run my mouth for free. And now... I got like a thousand some change people listening to me. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. And I want to, you know, develop and grow my hair business where I'm not behind the chair anymore. I, you know, start my own, uh, expand my line of products and start, you know, becoming, you know, a more, not a background to my business, but where I can start making a, a greater income by not physically Yep. You know, doing the stuff because at the end of the day, that's how you really grow a business. Invest. I want to invest in myself way, way more to grow my, to grow my portfolio, to grow yeah. my business, so where I can have more time to be on here and give y'all more than one episode a week. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, my personal goal is to make sure I get to my target weight, to make sure the podcast grows, to have more big, great opportunities. I would mm -hmm. love to do like a sipping paint and a brunch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For those twenty five and overs. <laughs> Um, supporters and you want to you know you want to do a podcasters empowerment brunch? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Um, <laughs> is, yo, those days segue. When she popped in my head, I just have to say, I think those women in empowerment speeches and shit be a fucking scam. <laughs> it does. I'm not paying you it's two monetized. grand to tell me to wake up at five a.m. Nobody's. I am. <laughs> if you want to book me and so tell you wake you up at five a.m., then book you me. Know you know how we got here? We woke we up. woke up at four thirty. If you do that, you'll be a billionaire just like us. Okay? Big parent. <laughs> um, again, happy New Year's. Have a great New Year. Have a great New Year. And have happy a great New Year. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> have a blessed New Year. Stay safe. Yes. Drink responsibly. Hello. Don't drive. Burr. Call an Uber. Okay. Take a cab. Burr. Wear a condom. Oh. And don't fight. Period. Okay? Love y'all. 25 over and over now. club out.